You are listening to the Simpsons Watch Along Podcast. I'm your host, The Peace Machine. My co-host is Dabble Dob, and we are delighted to have our co-host, Mr. Cooper, on the show. What's up, buddies? Oh, you did time. Thanks, man. Yeah, let's talk over each other right off the bat. <laughs> Just like <laughs> in our pre-production well, meeting. I'm doing I, good, man. I, Cooper, how are you doing? I can't complain for a Saturday off work, man. Saturday off work. It's it. We just woke up. We all just cleared our bowels and we're ready to watch a Simpsons episode. <laughs> Everyone caffeinated. You see, now right. we're not over each other. I was going <laughs> to wait, try to talk over you, but I didn't time it right. I'm fully <laughs> caffeinated. I'm ready to go. I've taken my morning walk. I've had my coffee. Had my Chick Fil A. I'm ready to watch The Simpsons. All right. Well, Coop, why don't you tell us which episode we're going to be watching? Because this was your choice. Uh, yeah, I went with Cape Fear. Um, I actually listened to your last episode. You guys talked about doing Cape Fear, and I about panicked because I wanted in on that. And so I uh, I called Dabble Dob a couple of days ago, and I'm like, man, I got to get on this podcast again. If you guys are going to do Cape Fear, uh, mostly because I think I represent when the last time I was on. When I was a child, I had a VHS tape of recorded Simpsons, and the first episode was Margin Chains, and uh, this is the second episode, and it's one of my all-time favorite episodes. Absolutely, it's a phenomenal episode. I am I'm pre-grading it in my head very high, so we're going to see where this one lands. But all right, so since you, since this was a VHS tape that you had, do you know like all the commercial spots and shit? Um. I think I would if I watched it again. I couldn't recall them off the top of my head right now. And sometimes my grand because my grandmother recorded them, and if she actively watched them, she would cut out the commercials. So it may have been an episode where she had cut them out. I uh, got you. Editor at best, man. Yeah, that's great, man. That's, that's that's cool that you had a grandma that was doing that for you. Yeah, oh, she was awesome. Nice, nice. Well, if we're all set up, ready to go, uh, we're gonna start this episode. Is everybody good? I'm queued up. I'm ready to rock. Same, same. All right, here we go. Everybody get ready to press play in three, two, one, press play now. All right, Dabs, give me that earball cue. Earballing, earballing. Sounds pretty good. All right. The cafeteria deep fryer is not a toy. That's not bad. Um... So, me and Cooper used to have a friend named, uh, uh, let's call him R. Brown. No, let's call him Roy B. But he uh, Thank you. he worked at a, a bowling alley, and he would use the deep fryer and just, like, deep fry everything. Like, calculators, staplers. <laughs> like, people okay. are eating out of this later. There's just battery acid in there, just battered, you know. Couldn't have been good. What, what, what uh, you deep fry a calculator? Doesn't it just melt the plastic? It's not like it's coated in bread. Yeah, it would pretty much just mess everything up. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it wasn't. It didn't come out like like looking like a delicious golden calculator. No, I wish. <laughs> okay, this this intro here, the couch gag. Did they use this like twenty times? Because I feel like this is on. Oh, the absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this is one of the ones they overdid a ton. But I don't know if this was the very original time they've done this one, though. Uh, quite possible. That's worth a look up, but I feel like I've seen it a lot as well. 
Yeah, I just want to make sure I wasn't going too crazy. Oh, this is this is crazy. I, like <laughs> just, I don't think I don't think this is very politically correct for 2021. No. He had the swastika patch on his shoulder. They just put it on the other one so you could actually see the swastika. All right. <laughs> At least they booed, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> I miss their classic dig box, too. Yeah. This is a weird little, like, go nowhere plot point. But I always thought to myself, I mean, at least Kroll is self-promoting. I mean, he finished the letter. Right. Uh, says the couch gag. This is the first time that they did that one. So yeah. I remember watching this and knowing right away who this was. You see, I I, I did, and I was young, and I remember seeing the adverts on TV, and they were building it up as like who's coming to kill Bart, and I just in my mind knew they wouldn't do Sideshow Bob, and then they did Sideshow Bob. Well, see, I'm older than you guys, so I was smarter. <laughs> this is also how I learned what a spaying a pet was. And this is how they do it. <laughs> see, I, I learned about spaying and neutering from Bob Barker. Oh, miss that man. That's a great finish to that <laughs> gag. Itchy just plugs it in, just fucking rips them <laughs> apart. <laughs> I love Bart's expression there. Did you see the mouse run out of that hole at the bottom? No. I've never noticed that. When when Homer's alarmed, you know, everyone runs up, the cat runs up, in the bottom left there's a little hole and a mouse runs out and is like worried. Hmm. I kill you, scum. Uh, you could probably bog you down a notch or two there. Okay. Boy. I like how he thought characters this is our second corn head. reference already. That's good eating. On Sideshow Bob's list of things to do is buy corn holders. Now Grandpa's talking about corn. Bring it down another two or three there, Peach. I'm having a hard time hearing uh, Mr. Coop. Okay. How's that? Mm. I'll fix it in post. Sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> I love all these misdirections. 
Yeah, it's great. Classic Simpsons. <laughs> that one popped too. <laughs> weird have you all seen the ned flanders shoes i think i sent them to you coop yeah i want a pair they're real they're, they're real tennis shoes they're like loafers almost they're made by adidas they're brown with like ned's green kind of like sweater color oh, inside yeah. and then like a pink outline <laughs> I like the, the the cops have their hats on all wonky, like they're just like fucking completely out of control. One of them was tucking in his shirt in shame as he walked away. Hey, it's time for squirrel gambling. Everyone, cut loose. It's our break. We're gonna do what we want. This is a great great mo here. This is awesome. There was a, a PC game in like 1998 where it was called Virtual Springfield for like Windows 95 or something. Maybe Windows 98. But you could go around town. Oops. You could go around town and like just go in people's houses. And it was just a point and click game. And if you went mm. to Moe's, you could go in the back door and there was all the pandas and crates. Is this the second time we've seen Bob, or how many times? First time you've seen his face. No, no, no. I mean, I mean like <laughs> episode wise. Like, is this, oh, this is this like? I believe this is the third. The first time was the original. And yeah. The second time was uh, when he ran for mayor. I'm pretty sure. Then I think following this, it went the episode where he uh, gets the nuke, and then um, the episode where his brother joins the show. Or the original uh, five. Yeah. After that, I couldn't tell you. And then there's like 25 more that just all fucking bleed together. Yeah. Better episode, the nuke one or the one with his brother? I've got a personal place in my heart for brother from another series, mostly because of the line about Geech, the old skeet hound. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Terwilliger, it's Geech. <laughs> I really like that one when, when they, Bart and Lisa go into his office and they find the, the drawing of him with like stealing all the money. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. This is the third time because the second episode he's in is the one where he tries to kill Selma. Right? Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, okay. I'm off of so peck hole. <laughs> I remember watching this with my grandmother and another reference to her, and she just got so sarcastically like, 
Hitler was German. He was evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do, did you forget about Hitler? This might be my favorite part of the episode here, where Homer just starts laughing. At, <laughs> hey, Knoxville World's Fair there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll switch a room. I think we're both big Ernest fans, right? Oh fuck yeah. I love Ernest, man. And Jim Barney was a treasure. <clears throat> Absolutely. And if you're a Jim Varney fan, go back in the archives and listen to the Simpsons Watch Along podcast where we review the episode with Jim Varney. And Mike Seidel was on that episode. He sure was. I like that he called me out when I only gave it like a B plus. He's like, why is that not an A? Tell me. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> and Kelsey Grammer did such a great job with this character there. Like he can go from murderous villain to the and stretch and lift and yeah. bounce. Just one after great the range. Other. I I feel like he's up there with Phil Hartman as far as contributions to the Simpsons. He really brought it when he did these voices. Yeah, those two and John Lovitz. <laughs> I love Lovitz. <laughs> Well, that was a cool looking shot there. Very similar to the one what we just watched where the they try to convince Bart, you know, Bart was brainwashed and it turns out it's Hans Moleman. Yeah. I love this part. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you call this the greatest joke of the entire Simpsons ever? Was that you? Uh, I don't think it was me. Maybe someone on Twitter said this is the funniest ever. I want to be Not John Elway. <laughs> the great part of that is, I think that was the actual score of their Super Bowl game. It was close. They they wore them out. I love Bart being a weird British person. I mean, everybody wanted to be Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. <laughs> my my dad loves this bit. <laughs> yeah, this this might be up there as best Simpsons gags. <laughs> the body language on that animation was just perfect. Yeah. 
<laughs> I like that they also had a mug with uh, WRP on it. Fitness relocation program. Because of this song and this whole episode, I had to watch a bunch of Gilbert and Sullivan operas. <laughs> you are the highly suggestible type. Yes, I am. <laughs> There's so many great parts of this episode. I, I forgot how good this one was. Is that Tom Landry's hat? A little early. Look at, look at Bart's hat. <laughs> they both have just derbies on. Yeah. <laughs> Two against one. This is so cool right here that they just kind of like recreated the open with their new identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one gag too like it doesn't make any sense within like the context of the episode that all of a sudden there's just like words on the in the air and stuff but right well. <laughs> this episode's almost like a little movie oh it's just it's pretty much shot for shot remake of Cape Fear oh that's weird the right thing. So good. <laughs> I like that this became like Bob's bit. Like, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say this, this to me always seemed like they had like 45 seconds of extra episode to fill. And so they wrote that. <laughs> it's, it's great though. Yeah. Oh man, this is grim. <laughs> <laughs> Poor grandpa. <laughs> He's not wrong. He just prefers to travel underneath cars. <laughs> Great for the core. Cheaper than a bus. <laughs> this is so funny, too. <laughs> I like that no matter what he does, Sideshow Bob cannot escape the fact he is a clown. Yes. This is right. only something that would happen to a buffoon. The annual Hannibal crossing the Alps parade. <laughs> I look forward to it every year. <laughs> I like that they brought the uh, yeah. corn uh, drapes with them.
So in the spirit of uh, people threatening to gut people, uh, me and Cooper had a, oh, this is, this is great. I can't talk over this. The the way they hit the timing on those things is just perfect. Like Bart just starts to go back, boom, and then he comes back with the second one. Yeah. Me and uh, Mr. Cooper here, we had a mutual friend whose brother had a crush on this girl for like a really long time. And as fate would have it, somehow they wound up in the back seat of a car driving somewhere together. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this is my chance. Like, I can finally talk to her. And she like looked over at him and he goes, you know, I would really like to gut a guy. And she goes, <laughs> she looks at him and she goes, dear God, and just turns away. <laughs> and, and he, he kind of blew it there. Well, low percentage, but maybe she was into it. Now I know why they call it Terror Lake. Yeah. Kind of more like a terror river. I think they floated into the river because you cut the anchor. Oh, I got you. <laughs> Fantastic scene here. Oh, and completely agree. This one's worth, this one's worth turning up a little. I love that shot. Like sing the entire opera of the HMS Pinafore. No problem. I got you, Bart. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just going to do a little of it. Okay. So I'm, I need some clarification from you guys because I've had this discussion with Dr. Joyce's brothers here. Why were the police there? Oh, they're are that broth? They're, but I, I know that. That's what they say. But like, and like the whole thing is like Bart sees. He sees that there's Springfield is 15 miles away. Okay, so he's like, I gotta buy some time. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, only chance you've got. That's the only chance you've got. Right. You're just hoping to sail there, and then by some other crafty means, you're gonna, you know, someone's gonna see you or something. It just so happens they're at the broth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god! But they, but they, <laughs> they imply that like Bart like knew that they were there. Oh, did like, they? Uh, well, not. I mean, just sort of like they're like, oh, Bart, Bart had to stall, and then he just got lucky as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of <laughs> reference to what Dab said earlier about, and I've never even thought about it really. That Sideshow Bob just a a tragic buffoon. No matter what he does and how well he does it, he always fails. Okay, I'll accept that. All right. Well, that was the episode Cape Fear. Uh, that was, we didn't even say what episode it was. I think it was season five, episode number two. We hope you watched it with us. That was a, that's a great one. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, go ahead Some, and cue that up. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna give you some details on it. It came out in 1994. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we all loved it. Obviously, um, Coop. What, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, it's just. I've watched it so many times. I could watch it again right now if I wanted to. It's just me, shot for shot gag. Ninety five percent of them hit. I mean, it, it's just a great episode. I've never seen Cape Fear. It, it was pretty accurate. Oh, absolutely, and I highly recommend Cape Fear. It's an underrated Scorsese film. It's actually a remake of a fifties uh, that had Gregory Peck and Robert Mitchum in it. And this was Nick Nolte and Robert De Niro. One of De Niro's best roles, which is a statement. Um, the only problem I have with Cape Fear is you do not root for the protagonist. Like the antagonist is a good bad guy, but you don't like like the hero in the movie is kind of a scumbag. So, but it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. All right, maybe I'll check that out. Um, Daz, what were your thoughts? Better than better than I remembered, and I remember this is a classic episode, and that's why I'm giving this one the rare A plus. My dude. already. You're going A plus. A plus. That's what this one is. It's put it puts the gas pedal on from the very beginning. Doesn't let up. Has so many iconic gags, the rake gag, the chainsaw hockey mask. And then there's so many other like little details. And the way this is shot is just so perfect. With the Mr. Thompson also. And in the minor things like when Marge is cutting the coupons, it just has like the camera angle makes her look evil, you know, whether you're still trying to figure out who's making the threats. And yeah. when the guy's pouring the drink, you see Homer through. So like, there's such attention to detail. Like they knew that this was going to be an awesome episode and they did not skimp on anything. In, beyond what you just noted, there's so many iconic, just memorable moments like die, Bart, die, the Bart, the yep. urine soaked heck, hell hole, pee pee soaked <laughs> heck hole is like great. <laughs> Uh, the and all the way till till bake them away toys, right? Like just <laughs> fucking. There's just twenty things that you're like, oh yeah, this is fucking a, a killer joke. There, absolutely a plus. Coop, I assume you're going a plus. Oh, without question, without and, question. And like Coop right. said, we could watch this episode again and probably find stuff we didn't talk about because we were talking about other stuff. But like, yeah. I, I noticed that mouse running out at the beginning. I've never noticed that before. So Same we enough. could we could watch this again immediately and probably find a couple more things that make us laugh. Yeah, yeah. There's so many good things here. Just wonderful episode. Great choice, Coop. Who's the MVP of this episode, Bob? I yeah, think you know, so. I, I would I would agree as well, but I'd almost make the argument Bart because I felt like it was just such a Bob and Bart episode, and everybody else was a supporting player. Uh, is the way I always viewed it. It could be either. It could be either Bob or Bart. It's very heavily those two characters. 
And I think if you were going to like detract from it at all, uh, is that there's not a ton of outside characters. I mean, they do a little Flanders, they do a little police. The, the police is actually two times in there at the end, and then the squirrels with the pants. And yeah. what what is what does Marge say when? Oh, he says, I don't think it's illegal to uh, write threatening letters. And she's like, I'm pretty sure that it is. <laughs> yeah. He gets a good grandpa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good grandpa at the beginning when he's just. Nick Bain. Matt oh, my... Okay, I mean, all right. And home, home, I mean, you get a great Homer moment. So they, the witness protection yeah. program. I, I just, I feel like every, Mo, like there was, there was so many great moments from so many characters. You're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> That's <laughs> why this is a. That's why it's an A plus, and it's got a great couple of great songs, or at least uh, the smattering of songs at the end is is good. Uh, it's it's phenomenal, and I guess I think I'd even ha- have more appreciation for it had I seen Cape Fear, but did not see it yet. So. I saw this episode about twenty times before I ever sit down and watch Cape Fear, and I do not regret it doing it that way. All right, well, I will have to check that out. Is it scary? I don't like scary movies. It's suspenseful more than scary. Okay, I can deal with that. I don't like horror. Yeah, it's not it's not at that level. Okay, cool, cool. All right, best best supporting character. It's uh, it's Homer for me because he's the perfect change of pace. Like you have a murder story going on, and Homer's just um, unfettered stupidity is the perfect way to balance that out with the Mister Thompson stuff and whatnot. And Homer's so beloved. It's perfect when it's not an uh, episode based on him. When he comes in, it's just like such a breath of fresh air. So I'm going Homer. Coop? Oh, yeah, it's hard to argue that. I mean, I, I'll still say everybody because I just feel like it was such an ensemble episode outside Bart and Bob. But Dad's made a really cromulent point there. <laughs> it didn't big in me. Yeah, Homer's great. I guess if the only other people I would say would be the police force. With their stupidity and then the being at the brothel at the end. So <laughs> they're a bunch of philandering gamblers. So I I loved it. Great episode. Now it's time for the main event. The list. Hoop, you get to go first. You don't have an official list on here, but where well, would got, you put this? I've got margin chains as number one since that was the only other episode <laughs> I have done. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put Cape Fear as my new number one. I'm going to have to move Marvin Ch- Margin Chains on number two. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Big switch. <sighs> and I'll put I'll put that list online for my Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a got a question for you. Since since your your grandma's VHS tape was Margin Chains, Cape Fear. What was the next episode? Uh, it was Homer Goes to College, which uh, it was already. I mean, I mean, it, it's playing right now on my uh, my Disney Plus. Um, and, and I think after that she missed some, and then I she got back on it with the Springfield Gorge episode, which I always skipped. And uh, then it was three men in a comic book. So if you, we were going to do one, I had you guys have not done so far. So if you guys could save three men in a comic book for me on my next appearance, I'd appreciate that. You got it booked. All right. So where are you going to put this? In the grand scheme of all the episodes, is this a top ten? Is this a top five? I mean, I think that's the, the where we're going to guess it here. Yeah, I think it, it might even be a top two for me because uh, uh, last exit to Springfield in this one, I go back and forth as to which is my favorite episode. Both okay, of which I've seen a billion times. Hmm. 
All right, Dabs. I've been looking over your list. I don't know where you're going to put it, but I think I have an idea. You have your guests locked in? I have my guests locked in. This one, I wish we had some regal pomp and circumstance because it is going to crack. Hold the- on. Okay. I'm going to crack the top five. And I'm going to say this is your new number two. My new number three. Oh, just right outside of you only move twice Marge versus the monorail. And then it's going to be Cape fear. That's huge. That's a huge, huge jump. Yeah. I, I, I know you, you, you love, you only move twice. So I knew it wasn't going there. Mm-hmm. And then I thought maybe this would edge out Marge versus the monorail, but I was wrong. You know what? It could easily. I, I think this one might have more laughs per minute than March versus the monorail, but there's something about that one. I, I like just a little bit more. Okay. Do you think maybe that it's like, it's more Homer? Like this I is he- that heavy. Might Bob, have something right? to do with it. This, this episode's almost like an outlier episode to me. The Halloween episodes and the sideshow Bob episodes are almost like in a vacuum for me, for some reason, whether it's right or wrong. And so I think Marge versus the monorail gets a little more points um, because it's just the core family. All right. Number two, are you going to take a guess where it's going to be on my list? Um, I'm going to, yeah, I will. I'm going to say it's going to be your new number. uh, You gave it an A plus, right? I did. I'm going to say this is your new number uh, four. You think it's above Lemon of Troy? Uh, I did. That's where I'm struggling. <laughs> oh, you hadn't even picked yet? No, I, I, I picked, but but I, I, I was going to put it in as my new number six. Oh, wow. Because I really, really like Last Exit to Springfield. And I, I think it's one of those last per minute. I, and again, I, I kind of have that like outlier feel of this one, too. Like They're not even in Springfield. They're on... Terror Lake and it's a Bob episode and I, I that that's what's doing it for me. So last exit of Springfield, I think is and everything in my top five, I think are, are perfect episodes. And I think this is a perfect episode except for that. I got you. So I'm going six new number six, which is still huge. I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised that it didn't crack the top five at the very least. I am too, but that's the list. The list is the list. That's listing, baby. That's hard, hardcore listing. And now to manually switch all the numbers down to 56. Oh, no. <laughs> we have to think, find a better way. Start either one, find a better way to do this list or watch worse episodes. Correct. Correct. So, anyway. Whew. Well, all right. Coop, any final words? Any, any, I know you're a big Otterbox fan. You give out, give out your plugs. Yeah, Otterbox is always awesome i'm currently drinking some uh huckleberry coffee from the huckleberry patch in west glacier montana which is one of the coolest places i've ever been go see it for the montana tourism company and uh appreciate you guys having me on well montana and huckleberry tea is just gonna blow up after they they get the free plug from you well you know you know the thing about finding good huckleberries Anyway, I, I, anyway, all right, all right. Well, Dabs, any final words? No. You want, Coop, you want to do the plug? 
What plug? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're always saying, Peach, plug the show. Why didn't you get your shit over more? And I say, you know what? This isn't about that, man. This is for the people. This is for the fans. This is for the Coopers of the world who are hardcore fans who come on our show. We're trying to keep it small. We don't want to blow up. We're not sellouts. You know, that's how we feel here. Yeah, we're, every like, we're like the every- 98 degrees of in a world of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Like, we keep it real. We fucking keep it real. Absolutely. And I still love and with- for Cumbrian Fidge, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, we're going to leave you with our final three words, as we always do. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Break them away, toys. Use a pin, sideshow Bob. Watch The Simpsons. <laughs>